New York City. Energy and charisma. Why is that funny? It's definitely awkward. Look at me, I'm different. Get to the point. This podcast, like the red room from. The opinions expressed by the guests, hosts, and callers of this show do not reflect the views of WVFP or our sponsors. WVFP. Thank you for joining us again at WVFP. WVFP, New York City. We do celebrity interviews here. Sometimes we have a co-host. Sometimes it's uh, Julie versus the frog. It's Heather versus the frog. It's Ruben versus the frog. Sometimes there's no co-host. And at that time, it kind of gets a little curmudgeon-y. We're going to try to back off a little. I drank enough coffee to maybe ruin this episode, but we'll see what happens. I say the word curmudgeon, and God damn it, I mean it. Let me first address something that's been going on at this radio station for quite some time, and this week it has come to a head. It seems like our l- business lunches, our afternoon soirees, a little bit of, little bit of office uh, stress relief that goes on here at the local pub, has become a stressor for our producers and our associates. And I want to say something to those people right now who think maybe the lunches have gone on a little too long. They're thinking maybe WVFP deserves a more sober anchor and representative. Hey, my job's on the line. Some people think that uh, some of these bar tabs, maybe they're bankrupting the company. I want to tell all these people right now, I want you to listen hard to what I'm saying. You're probably right. Maybe the songs have gone on too long and the meals are too hearty. After all, there is church on Sunday. We're allowed to sing there. We don't have to do it every day here, do we? I want to make you guys a solemn promise, as they've told me I must. You out there to the listener too, but the producer, the investor, those guests who have a lot of faith in this programming, I want to let you know that the singing and the dancing and the yelling and the you know libations and the commiseration that you know this host loves so much, all of that stuff, I, I just want to make a swear to you, a handshake. I want to put my hand on your shoulder, Mr. Producer, and I want to let you know, I promise from the bottom of my heart, it's going to happen again next week. Today on the program, we have no nostalgia. It's, uh, it's going to be a pretty famous gallery artist. If you're in the gallery world in New York City or you're interested in it, you're probably going to want to like look this dude up. We're not going to do it before he gets here, though. I'm actually going to chill it way down. I'm going to put my sunglasses back on. There's nobody here. It's just us. And I'm going to talk to you about my favorite place, So-So. Now, this is, uh, this is a wonderful place in South Soho. Maybe you want to go to regular Soho. You need, some, uh, you need some shoes. You want them to be pretty expensive. So you're going, over to, you're going over to Spring Street. Maybe you're going to Prince Street. You're going somewhere around there. You're getting something really nice. Well, that's not what I'm doing in Soho. See, I'm having fun with my friends. We're hanging out at a pub that this, uh, the office here really loves, but the people who... They sign the checks, they don't like it. But that's our corner, that's where we go. We go to the uh, weird 
Mexican restaurant that is, for some reason, Middle East themed. I don't know why, but it is delicious. We go to another place. Oh, it's a little European flair. All the tourists hang out there. Little umbrellas. Put a little sugar between your teeth. It's a wonderful place. The list goes on. So-so. It's where you want to be. And so uh, maybe the uh, maybe, maybe the parties have been curtailed. We want everybody to take us seriously here. This isn't some kind of goddamn party. This is an interview show. We'll make everybody feel comfortable. We're not bringing kegs of beer in here. Maybe you've seen the photographs. Maybe you see uh, me and neoliberal hell, the meme counter lady. And you see us in here. Looks like I'm drinking some wine. I've seen those photographs, and maybe that's true. But that's not who we are here. We are mostly people who are sober and recovering. You see, uh, the fun time period doesn't last very long uh, when you compare to the rest of life. That's why we're doing it. But when, I, be, I beg your pardon. I think I'm going on about this again. And uh, that's not my intention. My intention was to mic check people who have nothing to do with the show. Maybe shout out some uh, episodes we've got going on. But I think you've seen my Patreon. You've seen my Instagram over at Mainly Manhattan. My name's Nathan Jean, by the way. Here at WVFP. Maybe you've been over there to see my weird advertisements, my weird memes, or maybe you've seen some of the clips we have of the artists, the guests. They're, they're pretty smart people. Hope you're not looking for that from me because I am your view into the world. So, you know, me and you, audience member, we're both not the artists. Isn't that true? I'm just going through the sex magazine. Nobody bother me for a second. This uh, sex magazine's filled with people who have refused my interviews, but that's okay. I like I like a lot of this stuff. I'm perfectly comfortable with you turning down my interview. Don't worry about it. I still think you're cool. I'm still in love with you. I've met a lot of celebrities over the past seven days. We are recording this on the seventh day. I'm comfortable saying that because I'm going to release this pretty soon. Release it pretty fast because I'm caught up to real time now. Some of my followers will know what that means. We had an initial dump. We had an initial release, a little basket, a little box, and you open it up, and there were a bunch of episodes in there. You never even heard of this podcast before. Boom, there's a bunch of episodes. You, you haven't been through them, thank God, or you wouldn't agree to come on the show. I mean, there's no way you've listened to them all. Um, and even if you did, you probably don't have your head around what we were doing, because we don't know what we're doing. I'm, I think uh, our first batch cons- got... Uh, Three different co-hosts? I forget how many co-hosts are in there. I mean, you're getting it left, right, New York City, downtown. That's where we live. Okay, I live a little bit uptown, but I'm downtown a lot. It's kind of boring a little uptown where I live. I live near the park. That's what you want if you, you know, maybe you wake up in the morning sober, remember? Fun times don't last forever. You're going to wake up sober. It's hard. It's hard not to. And, uh. When you get down there, oh, there's nobody There's nobody to open the guest door. Do you think he's just sitting out there? Fuck, I don't know. This is what happens when you have no co-host. No one's here to help you. Nobody gives a shit about what you're doing. Uh, I, I pause for a moment because now there's, there's nobody to help me. The audio person's not here. You know, she has a wonderful laugh, and when she's not here, what do I care? You know what I mean by that? Nobody's laughing? That's part of the problem, not having a co-host. Who am I trying to make laugh? Nobody. It's curmudgeon time. I'm just sitting here by myself. It's like I'm making an Instagram uh, video, except it's just audio. No one would listen to that anyway. It's just me. How long is this going to go on? Well, 
That's radio, folks. I'm really excited to get the guests in here today because these people are a lot cooler than I am. But uh, I've, I've prepared pretty well. I got the waters out. That's something you got to do. You got some guests? You got some celebrities? You better get somebody some waters. Get them. Uh, don't buy any alcohol. Don't bring any cannabis. That's not, that's not a professional situation. Trust me. I'm learning all of this. Do you think you think this is what you think? This me and you, the viewer, maybe this is what you think. You're at home and you want you think about the stuff that you like. Maybe like uh, some blended red wine mixed with Coca-Cola, shook up, shook up nice and good with lice. Or maybe you enjoy a uh, tightly rolled to the moon cannabis stick. I don't know. Maybe you also have a lot of other things at home. And so when you start thinking about the, the people that you will want to meet, the celebrities in your life, maybe you got hip hop hero. You got some other you got some other heroes of people in the arts and literature, like I do. And you want to meet these people. So what you do is you get all your toys. You get all your toys together that you like. And you bring them like a like a cat with a little mouse, like a little boy with a little train. You bring this to the other person. You say, This will make you happy because that's what I like. And then they, they pour it out on the ground and they say to you, oh, brother, oh, you've really offended me now, but these are, but these are my toys. No, 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 your toys are old to me. I'm the celebrity, not enjoy these things. And so you don't know what they were going to like. Maybe they don't want your toys. What they want is a nice funnel cake, a, a, one of those holiday things that nobody eats anymore. We're still making them because for like three generations ago. Funny joke, not funny joke. You think that's just a normie joke, but guess what? You'll be seeing that shit at Christmas. It's in the motherfucking CVS. I know you see it. I don't know why we're doing that stuff. We're doing all sorts of stuff in the society. for I don't know who we're doing it for, but one of those things is those goddamn cakes. Uh, cake lovers, come on the pod. Before the guest gets here, I could talk about the apocalypse if you want, but everybody knows I think the end's coming. And I think it would be a lot more interesting if maybe you messaged me and you told me about the end is not coming. I got I got, I got enough reason to believe that I'm right. And I honestly, at this point, I could use some messages say, listen, listen, don't worry about the blast zone. Don't worry about the clean water that you know, you know none of the water's clean. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, send me some messages. Tell me, hey, listen, the air, the air's not clean, but that's okay. Just give me, give me some reason to believe. I don't know. I'm a jovial guy. I like to have fun. I like to hang out. You won't find me talk about the apocalypse just with some girls on the side of the road. I'm not doing that. I ain't on the street corner scaring everybody off with some talk about the end of times. But, uh, you know, I think about it all the time. I'm walking down the street, think about it all the time. Blast zone. Okay. We don't have to, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it with you. But I do, I do want to be honest with you about how I view the present time of Manhattan. Late stage Manhattanism. You see the little joke there. But it's kind of like not a joke. Sometimes I wonder if the posterity of this project is more important than the capital venture, which, by the way, would probably pay my rent. No big deal. You do not have to buy the $5 Patreon, but this is what's going to happen if you don't buy the $5 Patreon, okay? Pretty soon, I'm going to be in a clown costume, and I'm going to be down at the mayor's office doing like a misdemeanor political stunt or something. You don't want that? Is that what you want? You want me in a clown costume? Like the clown from uh, 
like the clown from Chicago, you know? That sound ass clown shit, that's what I'll be doing. So you can save me from that. Right? Do you need, please prove to me that the world wants my delicate artist interviews and profiles of celebrities and so forth so that I do not have to cause some kind of wacky problem just to get views. And I promise you from the bottom of my heart, friends, I will do that. I'm probably doing it right now. I don't know. You think I'm worked up? I just got here. I'm not, not trying to tell you I just woke up because shh, this is the seventh day, baby. See, the seventh day he rests, but I don't rest. I got videos to edit. See, see he's, he, he's got his own job. He can be the big guy, get a day off. Not me. Of course, I do most of that at night, early morning. You can't see what I'm doing. That's fine. I'm going to get a YouTube fucking channel out. It's going to have the coolest stuff on it. I know you really like my little clips before. Some people are like, oh, that's weird. Okay, weird little clip, dude. But I think you're going to enjoy the longer YouTubes better. Um, you know, just a little station ID with some fun stuff in the back. We got to get some fun stuff up there. These interviews have been so much fun. And I try. I put up... Serious stuff. I want everyone to see potential guests, uh, investors, people yelling at me about my business lunches. I want everybody to see, uh, yes, 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 I'm not that smart, but the people coming in here, they're very smart. We want to profile that. It's not a fucking game. It's a game where smart people come and we try to profile them. And so I'm de we're definitely trying. You're listening to this shit and you're like, oh, man, don't get into your head. I'm not trying night and day to be a literate person. I take this podcast very seriously. Although the pay is not, you know, it's not really serious pay. But I'm going to take it seriously. It's not like when I was an undergrad and I worked at the Walmart for a couple months. Uh, when I worked at the Walmart for a couple months, I did this kind of dual job. It was early in undergrad. I helped unload the truck at the beginning and then I went out onto the sales floor to be available for register, or I would hang out in my assigned section. Guess what, guess what section it was? It was the toy section. I'm not kidding about that. Yeah, even though it's like after my school time, maybe it's dinner time now, there's still like eight-year-olds coming into the store. Like, where's your mom, kid? And they're in the toy section, and they're asking me serious toy questions. Have you ever had, some of you out there worked in service before, some of you worked in retail. You ever had an eight-year-old tell you what to do? It's not the funnest time, especially you're a young man. You're a young man in undergrad. Maybe you're wearing an Old Navy pullover sweater like some kind of jerk like I was. And you're standing there, and an uh, eight-year-old is demanding what you know about the matchbox serial numbers. That's not a game. And I had an eight-year-old eight -year tell me once, I'm being generous here. I had a kid tell me once, why don't you go back in the back and look for it then? Oh, I don't think so. So this is what I was doing most of the time. I was going outside. I was sleeping in my truck. That's right. I had a Ford F-150, kind of the older style, not the newer style, back when they made ones that weren't, like, so expensive. It was a different game, maybe. Obviously used at the time. Everybody relax. I had this truck. I would go outside. I would sleep in it. As soon as nobody was watching me, we didn't have to unlock the trucks anymore, I'd be right outside sleeping in my truck, in my, in my, truck, in my little truck. And uh, I did that because... Listening to kids yell at me was insufferable. I wanted to do checkout. I thought that was really fun, especially all the people buying spray paint. 
one spray paint can at a time. You know what I'm talking about. This shit was in the Midwest. And I, I have to tell you, years later, let me amend them. So, so the, you know, the whole story is I'll go to sleep if that's the kind of job you want. But the, um, the really funny, like, amendum to that story is when um, years later, I got a letter about a class action lawsuit against the retail giant that I worked for there for uh, wage stealing. They, you know, people working five hours getting paid for, I don't know. Well, I had to write, they, apparently I was due some kind of compensation. I wrote these people a letter I, because they kept mailing me. I couldn't just throw it in the garbage. They just kept wanting, wanting to talk to me. So I mailed them a letter and I said, uh, listen, this corporation owes me nothing. I stole uh, stole a lot from them. Uh, I don't I don't know. Maybe they should call the police. I don't really know. I was a young person. I wasn't working. They were paying me. I think we're even. It wasn't retail. wasn't right for me. I went to uh, work in a downtown eatery, restaurant kind of thing. After that, a little uh, little shop downtown near the bars, near the girls, near the action. That's where I wanted to be. Be out there working a retail job with a unloading a truck full of uh, matchbox cars. And I don't think so. Not a. I need some people to perform for. You know how many people work in the service or performers? Do you know what I mean by that? I'm gonna have to get up and check this goddamn door. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's gonna tell me what happens at the door. I don't think there's anybody downstairs waiting. This could be one of those security guard mix-ups, like with Liv. Remember that? That was terrible. <laughs> 